Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're back with another episode of Talking the Yardest podcast. As always, hosted by myself, Kieran Frantic. And today I've got two very special, actually two of my favourite people as my guest inside <laughs> today. Uh, to the left of me, I've got Amara, who is the founder of Maya, and some of the brainchild behind the Yard Heart Art House, where we're streaming live from today. How are you today, Amara? I'm feeling so good. I'm very gassed for this conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, this whole thing has been your vision. So we're here, man. Yeah, Let's man. get it. Literally, it's like a long time coming, for real, 100%. And to the right of me, I have got Amber, who is a business partner and founder with Amara of the Maya team and also brainchild behind Yard. How are you today, Amber? I'm very good. Very excited to be here. I'm happy to have you here as well. Are you looking forward to today's conversation? I'm very much looking forward to it. Cool, lovely. Once again, for you guys at home, this is the Talk in the Artist podcast brought to you by the Maya team, here to give you a bit of context around the team who's bringing you some of the creations that you are loving and enjoying right now. So let's kick into this week's episode. And this is the easy context, um, easy kind of subject <laughs> to talk about this week because the title is The Journey So Far. So, for a lot of people, They've been experiencing Maya's work for what is it five, seven? How many years? Eight, is it? seven, eight. Okay, yeah. eight years. Let's Time's go. Eight. On. <laughs> and, and the male come in contact with yourself, Amara, a, f- a few mm, times. And um, might not come in contact with yourself, Amber. So we're gonna talk about how did we how did we even get to how did you guys even come together? How did you guys meet? Where did the story start? <laughs> I mean we just love looking back, don't oh, we? So Let's talk cute. about how we met. I mean, <laughs> We met, um, oh my gosh, when we were about 2017, no, seven. <laughs> wow, wow, 2007. So, yeah. so we met in college. Um, I was a student at Hells Own College studying yep. dance and many other things. And then Amara joined. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, do you know what? When I was growing up, like, I felt like Hells Own was nobody knew about this. What do you think? Like, nobody knew about that side of town. And then, like, we got there and it was like, oh my gosh, bag of people right. was there. Right. Like, it was such a vibe. And so, we just became friends real soon. So you soon. guys met at college we and was you on the same course or how did you guys nope. meet? No, nope. absolutely not. Like, <laughs> Let me be real. Yeah. Like, at Hales Owen, all the black people just ended up congregating. Yeah, okay. Like, it was just that. Like, Naturally. we found community. Okay. We found people who were, you know, um, comfortable with us. And we all just came together. Mm-hmm. Playing Amazing. blackjack, mainly. Amazing. Basically. With five pence In the refect. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not going to lesson. Okay, so we're starting the refect playing blackjack. <laughs> yeah, true and thing. Yeah, yeah. We fast forward to uni. Is, that, is this where we're going to next in the okay, story? Okay, cool. So, um, I'm a year ahead of Mara. So, okay. I left Hells Own College, went to uni in London. Okay studied dance and um obviously we were still friends but i guess you know my time was mainly there so um we didn't have a whole lot of contact yeah. during that period of time just like when i came back and whatnot and then you went and did your course i went to worcester <laughs> university i had a really difficult time but even before that because i took a year out as well so i was just like working yeah. i was working in retail yeah, i yeah. was hustling yeah. i was Shoe singing shot, right? <laughs> i was working like all over the place and um i started singing um and touring and doing like incredible things with music yeah I was in a theatre company as well. So we were like working as artists. Yeah. Um, and I went to uni basically because my mom said, you got to go uni or you got to pay council tax. So it, I was like, bye mom, <laughs> I'm going uni. <laughs> Get your council tax. But I ended up moving out anyway. So I had to pay all the bills. <laughs> so it didn't see, really reasons, work like, out. reasons for going to uni. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I don't want to live in Birmingham anymore. I just want to go to London. So what's the only way I can get there and yeah. get paid to do it? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, and that's oh, real. I'm going to uni. It's like, it's that whole thing of like following your passion and following yeah. the art form. But like, 
by any means possible. Like, mm. how can I get it together? Right. And obviously, we're not coming from scholarship backgrounds or coming from silver spoons. So it's like, we've got to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. it's the case that you've got to stay on the ground level and piece things together. And, yeah. you've got, and if it's the case that you've got to use that as your, like, your ticket out mm. of here, then yeah. I think lots of people can resonate with that. Yeah. So you guys are in uni. You've had a bad time at Worcester. You're doing your thing. You're grinding. You're doing up London. You're dancing. How do you guys reconnect to a point where we've got Maya happening? I think there was a the I can't even remember like the moment, but we've been having conversations over a period of time. And um, one of the things that I felt was a lot of people that I was around, that I was singing with, that I was touring with, had to go to London. Like yeah. they had to set up base there. Yeah, for real. Um, and obviously Amber had already gone there because I mean, for you it was a case of I was like living my best life in London. I, I had an agent. I was doing jobs. I was getting paid like big money alongside uni, and it was great. Yeah. But when it came to the end of it and that student loan runs out, like, <laughs> you know, any artist, the, the work is, is you know, it's, it's not confirmed all the yeah, time. Yeah. You just don't know when you're going to get a book in. Yeah. So when the loan ran out, it was like, okay, cool. So you either stay here and get a day-to-day job that can pay your bills and you know what London prices are like compared mm. to here. Yeah. Or you go home. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, okay, let's stay positive. Like, I'll move back to Birmingham. I've still got my agent in London. Like, I can still do those type of things. But, you know, hopefully there's, like, some sort of community, some sort of, like, yeah. industry to yeah, go yeah, back yeah. to that's in Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the harsh reality of coming home was, like, there wasn't. Yeah. So you come back home to Birmingham and it's like, not to be sad, but it's like a grey day. So what, what how does, <laughs> I mean, where does sunshine come from there? Like, um, the, the, the fact of, like, there being no infrastructure felt, like, yeah. a really important thing. Like, there were loads of things that were going on. Yeah. Like, people were making nights happen. And, like, they, they started to feel like there was some form of energy that was bubbling. Mm. But it wasn't collected. It wasn't together. It wasn't... It wasn't infrastructure. Okay. It was like moments. So one of the first things that we did was in 2013, we started to put together this networking event. Yeah. Um, and essentially we were asking like artists and creative, you remember this, I honey? Do, I do. <laughs> we were asking um, artists and creative people what they felt their barriers were yeah, to achieving their dreams, basically. In Why 2013, you're asking that question. I mean, that's so long And ago. like sustaining as well. Like where we'd finish uni, it was like, okay, cool. So I need a career now. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like, that's what, you know, when you leave uni, your, your lecturers are like, like, oh you can go and do that or you can go and do that mm. but that was it yeah, like you yeah. dropped back into that system it was mm. like okay cool I need to make money yeah. but I don't want to end up going back and working in retail and yeah. doing like yeah, these odd jobs here and there and yeah and passion. you find out all of these conversations you're having with everyone else like everyone else is going through the same thing and that's the weirdest thing as well so you start with this networking event and did you call did you, was that under the Maya name yeah yeah okay so I don't know how this conversation, I feel like I'd already had a child at this point. Yeah. So I'd had my daughter, me and Amara, obviously we got talking, we decided like, hey, let's just do this. Like, and I remember like the little journeys, we used to like meet in town and go to the bank and like set up our account. We need to like register and all of these things. <laughs> and like, I feel like I, for, for me personally, I've always had that, like, I want to start something for myself because my dad has always been like self, you know, self-employed, like started his own businesses, like shout out to Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so like, this was really exciting for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we had the Maya name, which, how did we come yeah, up with the name? Uh, we're quite poetic people, I feel. <laughs> like we're spiritual people, yeah, so yeah. we, we follow our intuition, That's follow it. our Energy. gut. And the name came, we were thinking about what what's the kind of feeling and relationship that we want people to have to us. Yeah. Do you remember we were like, 
we were like nurturing and there's like an energy and, and care like all of those things yeah, were like yeah. that and I was like so I'm a I'm a mythology nerd like I love like Greek Roman like all of it okay um and like Maya was the um name of like an ancient goddess in okay. Roman mythology um and her um her thing was all about care and nurturing okay yeah. goddess of nurturing. goddess of nurturing I love that I love that okay. and you'll find like in loads of different cultures that's there and that makes so much sense because for myself, like um, experiencing Maya as like somebody who's an artist, just like not being part of the team at the time, it's like the name rung true, but I didn't know why it's ringing true. It felt like it had deeper meaning and character to it, but I couldn't see where that's coming from. And then fast forward into today, where I am in with working with you guys side by side, it's like those themes of nurturing mm. and care that you just spoke about really ring through for the business. Mm. So that's amazing to hear. That's a win. It works. <laughs> Job. <laughs> so let's talk about it. So, what would you say from that point onwards? Some significant points along the journey of being that kind of led you to the more the more today more current position that you're scratch in. Night. Scratch night. I mean, night. scratch night was just. Ugh, I can't wait to bring it back. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it so what, became what is scratch night. I don't for the people at home. Scratch night was um, is a work in progress night. So people that have ideas or things that they want to share that aren't fully finished, yeah, yeah. Um, come and present it. It's like a vibe. So it, people are knowing. Ain't nobody expecting anything polished. Yeah, We're yeah. all just here to vibe with you and I support you wherever you are. And it felt like the process was so much more important than the than the finished product. That journey was crucial. And we got to see that in real time. But it became like a community building thing. Like people would show up every last Wednesday of the right. month. Wow. <laughs> you know, every, and just like fill out we we had um we, we we were at Ort Gallery at the time, yeah. Ort Cafe in, in Borsal Heath. Yeah. And like we would just fill it out every month and it was it was wow. gorgeous, man. It was like it was packed by the like each event. It was like you look around and you think, Oh my gosh, like these people are here every time they're coming back and like for for us that was huge. So, Building our own community and I think it was so important, like having those networking events and learning from from everyone around us. Like obviously we had our own kind of feelings and perspectives of what it was go- what like what was happening but learning from other people okay. has really shaped like where we are now and mm. I suppose that's like some of the early stages where you form connections with some of the artists that you still work with today yeah, absolutely yeah. like yeah. Jay oh my gosh <laughs> and, that, and that's what it's about like those grassroots kind of um, events give us those real authentic links in the community which Word. means we can start to make better work from that place right. I think I, I think that's why like physical space really matters yeah. like you, so, like proximity to people and being together in a space it's one of the reasons why we're finding this year and last year so difficult is we ain't got that Uh and knowing like our community centers are going our youth centers are going we have to create alternative Um, and so the scratch night felt like a powerful introduction to that aligned with all the things that we were learning and we were speaking with other people about yeah definitely so the scratch night's big it's booming it's running from there what's some more key significant points that kind of got us to where we are today so a couple of things. I think this was round about the time that um, that you, I'm going to say you paused. Yeah. You didn't leave, you paused. I paused. I had to pause. It was, you know, one of those things where I had a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to move out of my, my parents' home and yep. I needed to pay the bills. <laughs> and a lot of that was like weight was on my shoulders. So it's still like a really, it's difficult for me to talk about because it was like, that was something I was so passionate about at the time. And you know, life takes over. It's and like, that's just like, what a creative, like, that has yeah. to go through. Yeah. Like, life that's the, re- takes that's over. the reality of creating it. And it's like, 
he had to leave one baby yeah. in his like abstract mm. sense as a business to have a to, to nurture for mm. your own mm. baby mm. and it's like it worked in divine form because you're now back as a fully mature mature person you see what I'm talking about, <laughs> so it all works well so, uh, so that's definitely a key point so mm. I mean you had to then transition to running the business as a kind of standalone. Yeah, which uh, was character boss. building. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was character building. One of the things, so from the scratch night, a lot of institutions and big organisations started to say, yo, this is a this is a vibe, this is, this is a, a community, this is something that we can tap into. And we, like at the time, I say we, it was me, like let me not trip, it was me <laughs> for, for a while. Like I was right, thinking. Right, she a boss, she a boss. <laughs> no, no, I say that because like sometimes, you know, you have to like fake the professional, like, yeah, yeah, me and my team, like, it's you stop right. tripping it's just you that's, like, the, that's not the reason you know what signs of it we are going to do it's just me it's just you it's just me it's just me yeah a finance department it's me again <laughs> but like, like four different managers <laughs> <laughs> well i can't remember passwords now but but we were um look at there we go again i say we because it still felt like i wasn't doing it alone there yeah. was still this community that that were with me and that's real. i still knew amber was coming back there were all these things that i intuitively knew so i must say we mm-hmm. um we were we were being approached by all these institutions and I took it as, well, if we can get big money from them, we can like Robin Hood it and yeah. give it back to the people that's then. That's what it is. I mean, in theory, that's what it is. But in practice, like it never really goes the way you really want it to go. Okay. There's Even within that like middleman arrangement, there's some form of, I don't want to say exploitation, there's some form of like things aren't equally distributed like the main institution will still hold so much significant like decision making power they'll still hold the budgets they'll still determine x y and z and that we then go in and especially now we're realizing how easy it is for these big names or these big brands or whoever to come and co-opt or take the source of our community like you know we have to talk about these things because you know we we know the value of the things that we create our community are always doing bits and are always vibing off energy and creativity like limitless Mm -hmm. and these organizations institutions they know that so they would approach them be like oh come do this and at the time I was like yeah yeah and after a while it was like I'm not I'm not about it like my spirit is not my spirit ain't feeling this 100% so then I suppose a good great place to take the conversation to is how did your spirit start to dream up well, we talk about yard because it's obvious where we are. But even the bigger idea of, of some of your aspirations is that coming from where you are? Or yes. Talk about that. Some of the um, what like the realization about space. So we were going in working with like BBC and SBTV and all of these great organizations. We were going into their spaces. We were going into big theaters and doing all of this stuff in their space and creating value in their spaces. Yeah, talk about it. So one of the things is like we have to be able to, as a collective, as a community, hold on to the value of the things that we create. So physical space is a big part of that. So we knew that we needed our own physical space. Yeah. Um, and in order to do that, it has to be sustainable. Like when Amber's talking about sustainability, it was one of the first things that we even talked about yeah. because we know in our sector, in our industries, if money disappears, like if public funding gets cut, yeah. arts funding or whatever, black-led organisations are the first to go. Right. So how did you come into the whole yard? So you're not working with Maya at this time, but obviously your best friends is Maya, so you're hearing about the gossip and the good stuff. How I mean, she kept like the the major things quiet, like <laughs> the plan for bolas, and then it was like, why? Like, <laughs> here's this proposal, but yeah, that's a, that's that's a, the next part. But I guess like I, I was still involved with my, I suppose, a few years later, just coming back and doing freelance bits. Like I just wanted to be proximate to it as of much course, as I yeah, could, course, um, yeah. whilst like working full time in industries that meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, yeah, it was good. It was good for me to be able to still explore that and still sort of see what was happening, but. 
Like, girl, like, the preps will go to you because, boy, like, you know, you you have carried so much over over that time and still managed to, like, come out with these incredible plans that are, like, now coming to fruition. So, like, I have to say, can we just do a little... Right. Oh, stop. Thank you. Like, I don't know if you want to talk about how how the plan for Abuelos came about because I feel like that like that is a huge, like, tipping point for where we are now. Yeah, so we're at this place where you've created these events together and you took on a massive, massive weight on your own and you've got us to this place and you've seen the um, potential where you can get people involved. Yeah. So you mentioned Abuelos. What, what's Abuelos? I'm going to go back a tiny bit because... Okay. It like through this journey, I was really fortunate to start working with Lou and Selena. Okay. So this is where they came into the mix, and it was like, okay, I've got this bit of money. Can you come and help me with this thing? And they would come in, and they would be like, you know, they'd roll up their sleeves, and they'd be like, whatever you need. Like, you know, I, I started to really see like people want, like people believe in this work. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I have to believe yeah. that they believe. That's you it. know, That's I'm it. really understanding the, the the power and the possibilities of that process of trusting myself. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm a touring artist. By this point, I was like touring as a theatre maker and a playwright. It's having a lot of fun. I got pregnant. I got pregnant while I was doing one show. And, um, <laughs> as you do. And um, I was staying in London. I was working with a theatre called Oval House uh-huh. in South London. And I was staying on my friend's couch like nearby. And I was just thinking like, there has to be something else. Like the, the way that money flows in this industry is a mess. It means I'm waiting to be paid, but I'm here now yeah. with financial needs now. And I'm staying on a couch that so is frigging up my back. Like yeah. they say, this is not it's working. Can't be it. It's can't be it. And I was obsessed at that time watching Jane the Virgin. So okay. if you don't know, Jane the Virgin is set in a hotel, at least the first oh, series right. that okay. I was obsessed with. I've not watched that myself. I mean... It's cute. I feel like that should be suggested reading before working. Suggested reading. <laughs> you know I mean? It's cute. Like yeah. it, it sparked an I, it sparked an idea. Okay. I guess that why can't we aim for something because grandiose as a hotel? Like why can't we build something big yeah, yeah, and 100%. ambitious? Like our community deserves that. Yeah. And of course, like we know there are all these systemic reasons as to why, like why Amber had to leave, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, like hustle essentially yeah. to get a full time job, to be a mom that can support her family. Why, like I was hoping and praying and mm-hmm. hustling and doing whatever to make ends meet. It's systemic. So the idea of, of a physical hotel was like, we deserve to be able to push through these yeah. systems and create our own. Yeah. Um, and the hotel idea kind of came from that. And I was really thinking about the fact that, um, that like, there were all these uh, arts organisations, there's festivals galore in, in Birmingham. Yeah, like, yeah. never even mind London. Like, in Birmingham, there's big things are gone. Yeah. And so I was like, all of this money that is being circulated because these organisations are hosting people in Airbnb or Travelodge, and that's great for the people that own Airbnb and Travel Lodge, but how does that money trickle back through the community? Preach it, preach it. So can we get like a community-owned bit of infrastructure that circulates money back in? Perfect. And that brings it to perfect work to what I kind of come into it. So again, knowing you over these years, I've always seen the great things you've been doing, Scratch Night, etc. I think I remember we was at, um, I think it was at Impact Hub. It was at Impact Hub one time. Uh, getting a coffee in Impact Hub, as you do. Um, <laughs> and then I'm always like, yeah, I want to talk to you about something. Talk to you about something. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go on, I'll try me out when I've got you, man. And I've got 10 minutes for you any time of the day. <laughs> I was like, uh, so, yeah, I know you're doing the smoking bagels. I never let you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're doing the smoking bagels thing and the food looks incredible and, you know, I'm backing and supporting it. But um, I've got this idea for a hotel. I was like, right. I was like, <laughs> I no one's ever talked to me about a hotel before. I've all the opportunities I've had. Um, and so obviously with the hotel, it's for artists specifically who have places to, to stay and to play 
Um, so there'll be rehearsal rooms, there'll be recording studio rooms, but a big part of it is having food, like having food on deck. She said to us, that's where you kind of come in here and like, I want to bring smoking bagels as a homegrown grassroots business and um, with authentic food, food into a space where mm. it can thrive and strive. And obviously I was on it. I remember you saying at the time, I don't know if you remember this, she's like, um, I've got three or four places that I'm viewing. One of them's the end of this weekend and one of them's <laughs> like two months. I don't know how it's going to go yet, but I'll let you know. Um, and I was just like, I was literally, I mean, how, was you not shell-shocked when you heard that she, Amara wants to do a, a hotel? Like, how, how's I mean, take? I was like, <laughs> where did this come from? And also like, wow, yes, 100% with it, with it, with it. Like, 100%. For real. And it's like it, the same thing with, with organisations as it is with artists, like the uncertainty of funding or work like that to me was like okay cool there's but there's a way to sustain this exactly it just made so much sense yeah. although the, <clears throat> the ambition of it was grandiose it just made so much sense so i just want to bring this right into the current day and this is kind of how we're going to kind of wrap this conversation up and bring it to a nice place but no rush um so i start contacting and speaking with amara and there's a position that comes up to work like as a consultant so i bring my services and work with um maya and then they tell me uh, well we've got this project called yard <laughs> I'm like, you've been with me for a while now so you understand that my brain goes yeah. dup, 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 dup. Oh, the way. <laughs> so at the time, I last week I'd be like babe um, I've got an idea um, bear with me she's laughing because she knows it's true <laughs> and at the time um, when I saw the job position come up or whatever you want to call it um, it said it was like I think it was comms was it comms, comms role that came yes. like, just to support yeah. with comms and I think there was maybe two or one body point that mentioned this yard concept thing <laughs> And I was like, mm. oh, this, this thing. <laughs> so I got this on the back um, burner. <laughs> and then spending time with me, I think it's within the first month or the week before my, my actual start, I get like some information about what Yard is. And it's like, Yard, Yard's this art house and then you can stay there. It's a smaller version of Umbrella as we're testing the idea. It's for a few years. It's in a brand new development. It's proximate to town. It's where you grew up. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, all of the things. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, this sounds like the most uh, best product I can, product I can ever be involved in. In terms of like, so my background, and this is not about me, but my background is about producing a physical space. Um, I like to congregate, bring people together and see what happens, what magic can be created. If I can do that around arts and food, double win for me. So, um, yeah, so I got this, like, this presented, presented to me and I think like over the course of like maybe the last year or so, it's been like a natural progression to get to where we are. But um, I mean, just from your mouth, like what is Yard for you and what can the people at home start to expect from this Yard art house where we're in today? I mean, I obviously, you know, COVID has pushed back a lot of the plans that we had for Yard, but regardless of that, I think Maya started to build up community and Yard is a way of bringing that back, yeah. bringing it together, mm-hmm. building together, mm-hmm. learning from each other mm-hmm. and having this amazing space to, you know, run all things Maya from. So in a way, I'm going to use the word serendipity again. But all this talk of space and infrastructure, like we have that now and yes, this is only temporary, but this ain't the end. Like this, ain't, this is just the beginning. Cool. Mm. Love that. And take it from there. The, the, the idea for Yard is um, in very much the same way that we named Abuelos. It was like, it's not just enough to have something that's financially sustainable. It has to be spiritually sustainable. Yep. We are not trying to like recreate spaces that exist like, you know, an, a white cube art gallery yep. or the town hall as it is. Like we're not trying to do that. We're trying to create from the precedents that we know that bring us joy. Like for some of us, it's our grandparents' homes. Yep. We want to recreate create that so abuelos is spanish for grandparents or okay, granddad okay. so we, we named it abuelos to really honor that mm-hmm. 
yard is in the same it's in the same vein like we want to create a home for our people. Yeah. You come and bring all of the things that you want to bring as well. We've got space and we're free. Mm-hmm. Like we can 100%. do it. This Let's is as much it. yours as it is mine. Like. I can, again, I can vouch for it. I mean, being in the position where I am now, I'm like kind of like running the managing yard. It's definitely been a space where I can call home and bring what I bring to a, a business or to an organization. And it's felt like we're building something which is going to be super valuable for mm. the community. And that's mm. what it's about for me. It's about the value back to the community. I love that. It's been absolutely amazing talking to you both. I think from here, I want to say to everybody at home, stay tuned for what's happening at Yard Art House. Of course, you're watching this podcast. You must know a little bit about us already. But there's lots of programs, events, and things you can get involved with online. So please stay tuned. And you can go on www.yardarthouse.co. And remember, we've got a playlist that comes out every single Friday, the Yard Playlist, which you can get connected to on Spotify. So please follow the Yard Playlist. Thanks again for coming. Great to have you on the show. Tune in.